Follow us on Twitter at World Talk Radio. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's World Talk Radio. The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Power of Water. I'm Sharon Kleina. Why would I have a show, Power of Water? Everybody knows how important water is. Well, I will have to tell you, I've been studying water for over 35 years, and No, not everybody looks at it that way. They didn't realize that we left behind on the planet Earth, in the solar system, water. It it seems like common sense not to, but we did. We left it behind. And then as I began to study what we left behind, it's because formulations, compounds, ingredients, materials uh, became important to us. Is that because we wanted a quick fix or whatever? What were you looking at? Uh, now, I will tell you where I come from. I've been in research for over 35 years, and I'm the founder of Biologic Aqua Research Center. You can go to the web and look, under, look up Biologic Aqua Research. And I will tell you that when I was fascinated so long ago with what is common sense to life on Earth and to living to be for beauty and, and, and healthiness and long, long living and, 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 and understanding the nature of who we are is this. The moment you were born, you left the pocket of water and you entered into a delivery room of nature. But you didn't have any water around you any longer, although that's where you lived for all those months, with water. All of a sudden, you began a process called dehydration from beginning to the end. Now, the eyes are 80 to 90% water. Now, the reason the eyes are 80 to 90% water at the surface of the eye is a tear film. And that tear film is the, key, is the whole magic to your healthy vision. There's three layers to the film you cannot see. You have the lipid layer, the aqueous layer, and the mucin layer. But in the aqueous middle layer where it's protected are all the uh, magic of nutrients that protect you from water loss. But when that eyelid opened in the delivery room, dehydration, evaporation began at that moment. The brain and the eyes are connected at the beginning of your conceiving. They're together. Eyes and the brain are together. But the brain is 80 to 90% water. The eyes are 90 99% water at the surface. That gives you your vision of electrolytic ability to see, vision able, capable of seeing. 
electrolytically through that tear film, the magic. But if that begins to deplete, that begins to have a depletion of your individual eyesight and then drawing on the brain. That's a dehydration process. There are no two skins alike from that moment on. There are no two fingerprints alike and more. You're a magic miracle, but you're dehydrating. So is water important to you? Yes. You must drink 8 to 10 glasses of water a day. From the moment you get out of bed, go have your first glass of water and have a cycle of glasses of water throughout the day. And even if you have to get up at night and you wake up and you should need another glass of water, if you feel an allergy coming on or something happening, drink some more water. Keep that river flow of water through your body moving. Able to detoxify. Be flexible through the skin. It's vital to your health. Now, you can see why I think the power of water is very important to this show. We've had, we can, you can go to the SharonKleinerHour.com and look up the Hall of Fame of the most wonderful people we've ever had on this show. It's the people that we invite to come and be our educators, help us with research and evaluations and analysis to teach us where they're coming from about learning more about who we are and how to be a healthier person and be a, and be a, pay it forward with a healthier planet. So Earth has a water crisis going on because we're going to bring to a focus water, water, water. It's like Dwayne Cecil, who was with NASA for years, is with the U.S. Geological Survey. I asked Dwayne, I said, now he's a Ph.D., I know the shuttle is only going to go up one more time. How are we going to study Earth, Dwayne? He said, Sharon, we've been studying it all along. And we found something very important that we're going to put money and invest in, water. And he said, I go out to speak heading this project, and people say, well, what's your second and third study? He said, water one, water two, water three. So are we excited? Yes, we're going to do this together. You listen, and we will follow through together as a team, as listeners, and we're going to take this planet, Earth, and bring the water to the top. What is environment? It's the water. What is the environment? It's the water. What is the environment? It's the water. So we have 5,000 children dying a day on this Earth because they don't have water. Let's do something about that, you and I. I'm serious. We're going to drink water, and we're going to learn more about why water will save lives on this planet. I want to thank you for joining me today. We have Carolyn Dean, who's an MD, ND, uh, author of 22 books, medical director for the Nutritional Magnesium uh, Association, and she is going to teach us something that she believes that magnesium has, uh, needs to be have better education. I'm really excited about that because I think you're going to learn a lot. Our second guest today is Art Bernstein. He has a master's degree in anthropology and forestry. Uh, he is also an author and naturalist from here in Gold Hill, Oregon. But we're going to learn something. He asked me, what would you like to talk about? I said, I want to talk about uh, this particular river, and you will hear what that surprise is going to be about. I've been concerned about this particular river in China that may influence the country of India. And we all know what's happening in China with water and pollution and what is happening in India with water. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Without eye drops, you can moisturize that tear film all naturally with humidity. It has a patent that was approved to be able to be able to just a mist every day, sweep across your eyes, and apply a all-natural humidifier. 
with your fingertips. Nature's Tears Eye Mist. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Dr. Dean. Listen. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Dean, are you with us? I am with you. Well, thank Good you to be for here. Taking, thank you for taking some time and joining us on our, uh, I call it this laboratory of, of a talk show, to learn more. And I think our guests have been the most exciting people from all over the world. As you know, we've been in Holland, we've been in Kenya, we've been in mm. uh, Sweden, we've been all over. And we find that the guest is there taking some of their precious moments to teach us something new. And tell us first of all, though, Dr. Dean, about you, um, and then we'll learn more about why you chose to get into more nutritional education, um, often another direction that maybe some people haven't taken. But tell us about who you are. Yes, I'm a medical doctor. I first trained in medicine, but I went in with the the knowledge and, and uh, realization that natural medicine was, was most important to me. There weren't any naturopathic schools when I decided to go into medicine, so as soon as I completed my medical degree, I took my naturopathic degree, and I've been doing natural medicine ever since. Mm-hmm. How I come into the mineral world is, um, um, I think it was 1999, um, Random House Ballantine, uh, um, editor there asked me if I'd write a book on magnesium because I'd already written a, a couple of books. And um, I, I, was, I thought, how can you write a whole book on one mineral? But I was quite amazed to find out all the information about magnesium and other minerals. And what you're saying about water is so apropos to minerals and magnesium because yes. Minerals create the 70 to 90 um, millivolts of energy responsible for intracellular communication. And when they, you say intracellular communication, you're saying, you know, I often say, doctor, um, that we look at the air we're living in and the, uh, the, what we're living in and that fluid of water we don't see. We're living in that. And then like all of a sudden, in their water, electricity we're, we're the comes same. through to have electricity, but you see a lightning rod. 
And then all of a sudden we're forget we're living with a lightning rod in us every day because of water and the minerals. Mm-hmm. And the the only reason that water will stay in your body is because it's held there by minerals. There we go. So dehydration, dehydration. Yeah. is is because there aren't enough minerals in my experience. And you can take uh, uh, classes of people that sweat a lot, athletes and soldiers, for example. They'll go for a run or, or in the desert. They'll be on, on some sort of maneuvers, come home, take off their, their T-shirts and hang them up they will turn bored hard with the amount of minerals that they're losing. And then what do they do? They drink soda in order to supposedly replace their electrolytes, and all they're getting is sugar and maybe a bit of salt. Right. And this is a, a disastrous. This is where our dehydration problem comes from. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. In fact, what we're forgetting, and this is why this show is so important, Dr., and uh, what we can reach out there to do is people are needing to be reminded. Can we know all of it? No. Can we know enough? No. We're learning together, and because no two people come out of the, in that delivery room of nature the same, everybody has a difference, They're not, they need to learn more about dehydration and what is happening individually. And they can only learn that on their own because they're walking, uh, they're walking testimonial to themselves. And now tell me, you know, I have this, doctor, I have this desire, and I've been working at it for years and getting into some directions that nobody in the medical field had done. But I decided way back in time, dehydration disease needs to be better evaluated, better educated, and understood. And you just said it, dehydration. Now teach us about, so our audience can learn more, and myself, is yes, we must have a certain amount of water in our own individual bodies that we must maintain. It's called the fluid of the river, the river internally. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we're thinking, okay, can I drink that much water? And I've even had doctors say, Sharon, I would have to go to the bathroom all day. I couldn't see the patients. And, and doctor, I've said, hey, wait a minute, doctor. If you're drinking enough water, it absorbs and it maintains without you having to go to the bathroom all the time. You're only having to go to the bathroom all the time it's to start with because you're in shock. I, I <laughs> go to the common sense. I'm not, uh. So anyway, teach us about uh, the minerals, and, and especially now you went into nutritional magnesium. Um, this is the first time I've had somebody on the show to really tell us about how important magnesium is in our diet. Yes, with um, with what I said at the beginning, the the electrical transmission in the body between the cells is is created by this balance between calcium and magnesium. Um, the other factor that's creating dehydration uh, in our current uh, nutritional environment is that too many people are taking too much calcium, and they've ignored the magnesium factor. Magnesium is at a concentration of about 10,000 times greater than calcium in the cells. And magnesium opens the doorway to calcium coming into the cells to create an electrical spark. But if you have not enough magnesium and too much calcium, then your cells are sparking all the time. They're hyper-excitable. You get muscle cramps. You get heart palpitations. The, Let's your back muscle... up to something you just said for a second so we can educate ourselves because you're so knowledgeable. What did you mean by sparking all the time? 
Well, that's the electrical transmission. Okay. So that um, when uh, when you have too much calcium, and that being the trigger for an electrical t- transmission, then that that excess calcium will keep on creating this electrical charge that continues to hyperexcite the cells. Uh, let's help our audience also. What would happen? What, wh- why would they be getting more calcium? Let's say you don't take a supplement. Would a person yes. who's not taking a supplement, their body retain more calcium than they would magnesium or, what, yes. or vice versa? Yes, that's true. And that's where the, uh, the, magne- the history of magnesium comes in. Magnesium, um, when you cook foods that have magnesium and calcium, uh, the magnesium is cooked off. It, it, it not so much evaporates, but it, it doesn't precipitate in the water like uh, calcium does when you cook it. So uh, you get more calcium in your diet now than you do magnesium. There's more calcium in the soil than there is magnesium. When, um, when um, crops are grown on the soil, they pull the minerals from the soil. But unless you replace those minerals with a process called rock dust uh, uh, mineralization, um, and you just use fertilizers that have phosphates and nitrates, you aren't getting any minerals into your food anymore. You know, we had an organic farmer from South Dakota on here. It was really, I just love the show. We're going to have him on again, several generations, several thousand acres, and they were teaching us about the organic farming and and the soil and how they turn it over and, mm-hmm. and keep it alive. And I mentioned, uh, doctor, I said, people forget, doctor, soil is alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we're alive. Uh, mm-hmm. We're attracting to each other on this mm-hmm. planet. And, and even if... Um, uh, people put minerals on the soil. They it'll take a while for that to break down. Yeah. The the minerals are eaten up by the bacteria and the worms and the microorganisms that that uh, break down minerals into a size that is acceptable to the plant to absorb. And the plant rootlets are size dependent, so that only um, uh, size called angstrom, it's between a nanometer and a picometer. Only that size of minerals gets into the plants. And that's why plants are the best source of minerals because it's the right size to get into our cells because the, the cell mineral channels, only a, a, just a few years ago physicists discovered that those cell mineral channels were only four to five angstroms in diameter. Mm-hmm. So if you take a, a dirt mineral that hasn't been broken down, you don't even have a hope of getting it's it like into your cell. It's like a breath of nothing that went too far, right? Right, went right. Now, I'm going to ask you one. Um, on the magnesium side of our diets internally, the, uh, I'm going to go back into my field of understanding the dehydration of the body, hydration, the water level is uh, on the magnesium side, we need to be concentrating on, uh, on the amount of magnesium in our body and, not tr- and try to understand that if we have too much calcium, it'll b- begin to dehydrate us. Now, you, you tell me, right or wrong. I'm exactly. just in theory, though. I'm just in theory. Uh, uh, that we, we'd begin to dehydrate even faster because we didn't have a, a more uh, a magnesium. We had too much calcium. Exactly. The magnesium uh, in solution with calcium actually helps dissolve calcium. There we go. 
So if there is not enough magnesium, calcium is, precipitates out into blood vessels and we get our atherosclerosis, goes into tissues and you get fibromyalgia, kidney stones, gallstones. Oh, we've been and learning a lot about diet and your health. We have to t- we're going to go to our sponsor, Dr. Dean, and we're going to come mm-hmm. back and you're telling, teach us about some of the foods that you believe and how we should be eating them. Uh, because this is becoming so important uh, with the, uh, the releases of new discoveries on why diet is your whole life. Uh, don't go anywhere because this is an exciting show. I want to thank you for being here today. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist without an eye drop, with just a mist to, uh, to humidify with a just a mist, tissue culture creative water to mist the eyes, to supplement dehydration of the surface of the eye without eye drops. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Dr. Dean. This is a really important show. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to talk. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Dean, you were teaching us, and I call this show like a laboratory of study, uh, that what we're eating is so important to the minerals and uh, all the nutrients, and they're all the relationship of how we as an individual um, acquire the ability to retain or expel uh, what we've been eating, and it's, we're learning. People, um, where did we come from? Uh, we came from a frying pan. Uh, we came to fast food. We're tempted by magazines and television of what we're seeing that could be eating, we could be eating. And then our tongue is very uh, tempted to sugar, salt, taste, those are nerve endings in the tongue. Teach us what kind of foods we've got to learn to eat and at least... If we're going to splurge and cheat in our daily life to possibly live or die with what we're eating, what should we be eating to make sure we're balancing some of this out maybe? What's out there? Well, you've said it well. The uh, refined food that we're exposed to now has been changing us. I'm um, I'm doing a project over in Dubai, and um, in Dubai they have a 40% rate of diabetes Ah. In America, it's 8%, which is bad enough. And uh, no, the headline, every, every, yeah. 
Every I'm day sorry, diabetes. In, if people are startled, uh, um, um, we're hearing more about it. Uh, but the United States has an eight percent. Yes, yes. Every day in the newspapers in Dubai, there's a big article about diabetes and what's causing it and all the rest of it. Now they're they're clued in somewhat because they know that it's only been about uh, twenty years that they've imported the Western lifestyle and diet. Okay. And everybody is constantly eating carbohydrates. They rehydrate with sodas, soda pop instead of good water. So it. That is enough um, information for us to all know that our diet is so important. And what's what's difficult, though, is people do not look uh, at healthy measures until they get sick. Oh, it isn't is, that the truth? Yeah, We're almost, it is. All of us a little guilty because of course. Uh, you know, I've met doctors who went to a doctor to tell him that they were dehydrating, and the doctor mm-hmm. was embarrassed that another doctor had to tell him that. Right. I in hear term, see that, but go, I'm right. sorry. Go forward. <laughs> in terms of uh, foods that can be helpful, yeah. uh, kelp, kelp is the best. I've got in my uh, magnesium book uh, uh, for uh, three and a half ounces or 100 grams of a food, uh, an amount of magnesium. Now, kelp, if you, if you can possibly manage three and a half ounces, you get 760 um, milligrams of magnesium. The RDA for magnesium is around 350 to 400 milligrams. Mm-hmm. But uh, in my now, book, where would a I, person find their kelp? This is something that you're going to find, uh, doctor. Uh, that people are very smart; they have so much available to them. But where would they go to their community to find kelp? Health food stores will have uh, kelp. Uh, a lot of the macrobiotic. Um, Stores will have so when they walk in, they're going to ask, you know, what I do, doctor and uh, your, uh, audience, I want you to hear this. I've been studying for a long time, but I don't know enough, and I'm not smart. I have to learn every day, study mm-hmm. every day. I go into a health food store, and I say, uh, somebody comes up to me, can I help you? And I say, how long have you worked here? <laughs> 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 and I want to know, and, and I'm, I'm always trying to bear, I, I'm trying to be polite and excuse myself. I'm sorry, but I have some questions, but if you haven't been in this field very long, you couldn't answer them. Could you find me somebody who could answer some of these questions? Because some, some of the new people they hire are just learning. Well, I'm sure they can tell you where from. the kelp is or the, the dulse is or the seaweeds. And, and you know, that's your, the first uh, ingredient in, in um, say, stews or soups. You can put those, um, those seaweeds in your super stew and, and get a high amount of magnesium as well as other minerals. So I tell people that's a good place to start. And if people don't like the taste of the seaweeds, then um, when it's cooked, it really doesn't have a strong taste. Uh, so that's number one. The, the next one is wheat bran. It's got 490 milligrams per 100 grams. Wheat germ is next. Almonds, cashews, nuts are very high in magnesium. Molasses, especially the blackstrap, is high. Brewer's yeast is high. Buckwheat, Brazil nuts, filberts, peanuts. So there's uh, there are a lot of choices, but you know they tend to be more healthy foods than than uh, certainly junk foods. So there are lists you can look online for lists of high magnesium foods. But again, as we talked earlier, if the magnesium is not in the soil, it's not going to be in the food. And that's where I come to if people have symptoms, they can be dehydration type symptoms, muscle cramps, uh, aches, insomnia, headaches, um, 
spasms and tics of any kind. Even angina being a spasm of the heart muscle is an indication of magnesium deficiency. Right. And for those symptoms, I do recommend people take supplementation. Mm-hmm. Now let's dive into something that I've been liking to learn more about, and I'll tell you some of my outlook on that. We uh, have been, I've been learning more about eating a fresh green salad raw. Mm-hmm. And the reason I, I'll try to say it to everybody, we're not stir-frying it. It's getting the greens in us that are dark raw, like um, arugula, kale, spinach, uh, salad. Uh, does that, what, what, would that have any magnesium in it? Absolutely. Um, it has magnesium and calcium, the uh, deep as green leafy vegetables. Right. Well, if you, yes, if you cook the cook the greens, then you're going to burn off the magnesium. That's so what, you're what I get people to do is take, uh, take some kale or collards, some sunflower seeds, a bit of sea salt, uh, put that all I'm in glad a you brought up the sunflower seeds because I was going to ask you when you were mentioning all the nuts, what about sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds? Uh, yes, they're high, so you take kale or collards, sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds, some sea salt and a cup or a cup and a half of water, put them in a blender and blend that all up and you have sort of a a smoothie that you eat with a spoon. And it's actually quite tasty and every one of the ingredients is high in magnesium. Now how do we do something here? Because what happened to our society as a homo sapien, (laughs) society growing, uh, we, we had this tongue that likes to have taste. And we got to where, um, and, then they, and then they came out, Dr. Dean, and said, oh, dark, choc- cho- dark chocolate is so good to you. I bet people were running to the store looking for dark Well, dark chocolate. chocolate is very high in magnesium. Oh, okay. Well, I, <laughs> if women um, crave chocolate before their period, I say, oh, well, then okay. you have a deficiency. Now, in, what would you put in, in that drink to make that drink taste really special good? Well, that drink, it does now, I would like it that way, the other people. way, but... Pardon? But most people do find that drink tastes tastes very good. But okay. Um, okay. for a dessert that's high in, ma- in magnesium, you can get um, cacao, which is under 100 uh, percent dark chocolate powder, okay. coconut milk. Now I'm going to bring up coconut. If I could just finish, um, just so people can hear the recipe: cacao, coconut milk, and frozen bananas. And blend and those up together. Cacao? What was that? Cacao? C-A-C-A-O. It's just the name for um, raw chocolate. Oh, okay. C-A-C-A-O, cacao. So powdered chocolate, frozen bananas, and coconut milk. Oh, my gosh. It just got me going. <laughs> right. And into that, you can oh. put, if you have a good blender that does nuts as well, you can put in some of those almonds or cashews. Oh. I use macadamia nuts because I live in Maui. So there's your your sweet magnesium if you. <laughs> oh, there you go. Dessert. And then and actually you could try to make that uh, type of flavor. Uh, take summer all of it and put it into your, the drink you just told us about earlier with the vegetable. The, I mean the raw greens and. Oh my god! You gosh, mean mix this them is fun. together? Pardon? Mix them together? Yeah, couldn't you? 
Well, you could. I don't know how that well, would taste. What I'm after is people who don't <laughs> like the flavor. I remember I was teased for most of my life, Dr. Dean. I would go in and mix up these uh, drinks for getting protein done. Everybody would go, oh, my God, that is horrible taste. <laughs> and uh, so I've learned through the years, how do you get them to like, because I, lo- I love the taste of the Well, more you bland. know what can help the, the um, collard uh, sunflower seed a mixture is putting some some coconut oil in it. I was going to mention to you. Now I'm going to have to put you on the spot for a minute. Tell us about coconut oil because I've been doing a little bit of research on it. We have not had anybody on the show yet to tell us what are you what, what tell us something about coconut oil. Well, I first learned about it when I was working with uh, AIDS, uh, HIV patients in New York, and it was around the time they discovered coconut oil. It has medium-chain fatty acids that are very antifungal and very healthy. It's been called a, a saturated fat, and um, the, whole, the public turned away from saturated fats on the, the research about cholesterol, but that was all... Um, it was just, uh, it was not good research that was done. It was all um, uh, distracting to get us into the trans fatty acid margarine world, which turned out to be far worse than saturated fat. So okay. uh, coconut oil being saturated is not going to go rancid. So it actually is healthy for the body, and having the medium chain antifungal fatty acids in it makes it almost a miracle food. That's just what I've been hearing, and and I've been trying to get some evaluations on. Now, when audience, when you go to your health food store or your like your Whole Foods store or wherever, and you look up at uh, uh, coconut oil, it, it's white in a jar, white, and it looks like it's uh, white lard. No, it's coconut oil. And uh, there now, uh, doctor, could you tell us which one of those? Which one would you buy if you went in and bought? There's virgin, extra virgin. Uh, which one would you buy? And the cold pressed, as long as it doesn't have heat in the extraction process. Okay. It's um, now is it's the heat bring product. out the flavor, or where where would you get the flavor of the coconut? Well, it's it's uh, from the cold extraction. The heat okay. would, you know, cook off some of the the okay. good and change the fatty acids. Yeah, and can it be used a little tiny bit at a time on a, in a pan rather than using vegetable oil? Yes, I use yes. a little bit of that. I use it to saute my eggs or, you know, that's the only thing I use it for to cook. But, yeah. yes, it's a good cooking oil. Yeah, and then what about making like a cookie? If you need a cookie with oatmeal cookies and make them healthy, uh, could mm-hmm. you use that instead of vegetable oil? Yes, yes, yeah. uh, I don't cook. I don't uh, bake desserts, but uh, I'm sure you can. I've seen recipes. Yeah, people can um, fortunately Google so much information online now, you could look up recipes that have coconut oil in them. Now, but we only have a couple of more minutes left. Have you, by chance, Dr. Dean, read the the China study? Yes. What do you think about that book? I don't like it very much. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, the research that was done was was not complete. Um, I've spoken to raw food vegetarians who tell me that uh, they don't even agree with uh, with the uh, the findings there. Um, only a certain percentage of people um, have the metabolism that that can be a vegetarian. 
So I think they're giving people the the um, um, the wrong message entirely. Um, there's something uh, called the blood type diet that I've been working with um, on and off since the 1970s, where O blood groups seem to do better on animal protein. A's and AB's do better between animal and vegetarian, and A's are better as vegetarians. And I've seen that uh, generalization play out to a great extent. And I personally am a no blood group, and when I've tried to do macrobiotics or a vegetarian diet, I've gotten ill. Mm-hmm. So everybody is different, and they shouldn't be bamboozled into thinking that one diet is better than another just because some health guru says so. They have or, to try it out it for themselves. Yeah, we've only got a minute left, and you've been just wonderful um, to save lives with people thinking, it, by the way. Uh, also, don't dive in and go extreme at anything. Um, the ecosystem, I believe, Dr. Dean, is staying in a balancing and learning a little bit, a lot about it. Make ourselves a hobby and learning right. what makes us feel good. But right. knowing one time somebody said something, but it made me feel so good. And I said, maybe it made you feel too good. <laughs> so, well, I do extreme. all this on a lifestyle wellness program that I have online and to encourage people to take responsibility for their own health. And that's what's so important. Well, we have a minute left. What would you like to close off? You've been a wonderful guest, and thank you for all you're doing and your research. Mm, thank you. How would you like to leave the, uh, the listeners today? Well, people can go to my website, drcarolindean.com. I have a free newsletter where I try to send out a blog to give healthy tips uh, periodically. I'm very busy with Dubai and writing, but I also have a two-year online wellness program called Future Health Now, and that's where I, I would t- have a whole module on water uh, or a whole module on um, grains and just te- teaching people slowly, week by week, what can be helpful for, for, their, for their living. And I, uh, there, there we go. I'm sorry, we lost you for a second. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, on my website, the Future Health Now program is a program that can help people maintain their, their health and their lifestyle. And it doesn't focus on disease, but how people can take small action steps to stay well. There we go. I like that. You've said mm-hmm. you want them to get up in the morning, place their feet on the ground, and think about the day and what they're going to do for their health. And they don't <laughs> have to think about the disease, just... Try mm-hmm. to be good habits and be proactively healthy. Yes, exactly. Well, you have a nice day. And where did we catch you today? Uh, you said you live in Hawaii, but uh, is it Maui or Hawaii? I'm in Maui, yes. Maui. Yes. Okay. It's a beautiful day in Maui. It's incredible to be in paradise. <laughs> oh, I have a friend who has a home up there on the hills, and sometime we'll talk more. Well, I hope we can have you on again because you did teach us a lot. Thank you very much, Nancy, and I appreciate the work you're doing. Okay, and it's Sharon Kleina, by the way. Oh, man. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) That must be my next interview. Okay. (laughs) Thank thank you you for joining us. You have a nice day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Be well. (laughs) Bye. Well, wasn't Carolyn Dean? She's an MD and an ND, and that's what's helping her evaluate the medical side of your, our lives on earth with the nature side of our lives. I like that. Uh, you can go to www.nutritionalmagnesium.org and learn more about what she was teaching us today also. We're going to listen to our sponsor, and then we're going to come back with Art Bernstein. And today I'm going to have a little surprise. I wanted to learn more about this particular river. 
And we're going to try as much as we can to take that water crisis on Earth and try to evaluate what we can do with our show and make a very powerful statement to the world that the Sharon Klein Hour, Power of Water, is going to have an influence on how we think about the planet Earth and how we can save lives and learning what the life is in that water to save lives and the planet to be here forever. And that means forever. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, to mist the eyes with the humidity without eye drops. I bet you'll be excited. It works. Everybody all over the world said it does something nothing else has worked. Eye drops are a formulated chemical with, and it could be a saline solution. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is all 100% natural, tissue culture graded water with just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Art. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Uh, Art, are you with us? Uh, yeah. Well, I wanted to tell you, which, before we start out, we're going to be discussing a river in China. And would right. you... Uh, pronounce that name for me. Oh, you mean the, the Yarlung Tsangpo? Yes. And pr- say it again. <laughs> Yarlung Tsangpo. Thank you. Okay, then. And in, it's the in world's India, deepest the or largest? Or, I mean, the world's deepest or longest? It's the world's longest river over 10,000 feet in elevation. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the world's longest, highest river. Now, that river uh, goes it's, from it's east to west a, in China. It makes a big U-turn and then enters India mm-hmm. and then runs for like almost 1,000 miles into India where it empties into the Ganges Delta. Mm-hmm. Now, when that river, yeah, I noticed in 1987 that scientists decided to have an initial exploration of that particular river and water flow. Uh, what did they learn? But what is happening there? Because it has an enormous influence coming out of China, uh, from east to west of China, and then, uh, and like we've talked about it before the show, it was in an area that is very flat, 
it comes into uh, has yeah. an enormous influence into India, and India already has an enormous amount of problems with water. Um, tell us about that river and 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 what what it, first of all the exploration, but. We hear about all this pollution in, in China, enormous amount of pollution that they haven't put any money toward, uh, let's just say not enough money toward. What is the difference between this river and we talked about the Yellow River in China? Well, the Tsangpo runs across the Tibetan Plateau, and it's all high elevation and it's glacier-fed, and it's like the main river of Tibet. And uh, I don't didn't get the impression that it was badly polluted. That's not the problem they're having with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and there. Um, and so now, any of the, like the other rivers in China would not be influencing it because this starts out at the headwaters. It's coming from. Uh, yeah, it starts way up in the Himalayan, from the Himalayan mountains area. Uh, right. Runs across the Tibetan Plateau, which is all mm-hmm. above ten thousand feet. Okay, there we go. Uh, for a thousand be. miles, That's, I mean, it's mm-hmm. huge. It's incredible. It is incredible. Uh, now, that, that of makes course, a, a sharp U turn enters India and flows in, flows across the, uh, what is the uh, Arunachal Pradesh uh, is the, the the easternmost province in India. It flows across that, and, and that province drops down from the Himalayas and onto this low elevation plain. Mm-hmm. So is it just? Carries a tremendous amount. Could, of water. could you give us an, an idea of how high that originates? Because it's one of the highest mountains in the world. Oh yeah, well uh, you know uh, it flows past Mount Everest. It flows past. Uh, how high? Give me an idea of how high Mount Everest is. Mount Everest is almost thirty thousand feet. Okay, there we go. We're starting out at thirty thousand feet. Oh, we're up in the yeah, airplane. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> we're up there saying, now we're at 30,000 feet. <laughs> Some of the water in, in the Tsangpo, uh, yeah, probably comes from Mount Everest. Okay. And then the influence of that then begins to drop down as it comes through the Himalayan, does it come through the Himalayan Yeah, it, it flows through, an, at, the, at the big U-turn, okay, that's called yeah. the Tsangpo Gorge, or, okay. or the Tsangpo Grand Canyon. And it's the deepest canyon in the world. And uh, okay, I'm going to need help on that one canyon, after our listeners. Why is that such a deep canyon? Okay, at one point the canyon is fifteen thousand feet deep. Huh. And that's pretty deep. That's, that's that is very incredible. deep. But what was the influence to the canyon originally? Uh, it's just uh, it flows in between two twenty thousand foot high peaks as it's dropping. Okay. Out of the uh, out of the Himalayas and on into the uh, the 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 plain at the base. It's almost like one of the natural wonders of the world to me. Oh, um, it is. Uh, not very well explored because it's very, very, very rugged and treacherous. You know. There's not any place you can get a good view down into it. Mm-hmm. And the deepest part of it is completely un, unrunnable. You, you know, now, China has... You can't walk had... along it. You can't uh, take a boat down it. It's just full of these huge waterfalls. It's got 20 times the flow of the Colorado. So Very, very know. cold. Very cold. Yeah, that too. Healthy water cold. Yeah. Now, uh, water, healthy water is very, very, very cold. Now, uh, it's coming down and it's coming into the flatlands of China. Now, does it have a lot of flooding? 
Okay, no, the flatlands are in India. Okay, okay, the flatlands are in India. I thought when I was looking at the map that they had flatlands going into China, too, below the Himalayans. No, Pradesh province is disputed. Okay. Uh, Tibet is China. Okay, yes, right on the Tibet side. Um, Arankal Pradesh province is the easternmost province in India, and China has always claimed it. And at one point in the 60s, China invaded it, and then uh, there was not much India could do about it. And then after a few years, China just quietly turned around and left and mm-hmm. sort of gave it back to the Indians. But are you now, when you mean the Tibetans? Uh, yeah, the Tibetans. You said the Indians. Uh, no, China, no. Uh, China invaded and took it away from India. Oh. And then they gave it back to India. So okay. That, that, that's the province in which uh, it drops down out of the Himalayas onto this uh, low elevation plain. Now, okay, I'll go over there and to the India side. Is there a lot of flooding when, the, let's say, there's uh, nature takes its course? Is there, there a lot of flooding? huge flooding. This is, okay, it flows across Bangladesh in the area where when it floods, a million people drown. Okay. You know, you read about these things where the, there are floods and there, there's just no, it's just this, Flat ground, ten feet above sea level for miles. You know what is fascinating me, Art, and I've got to start taking a stand. My positioning with our audience around the world on this: we India is having a lot of problem with water, and children are dying, and I yeah. uh, without water, and this is an enormous source of water. Now, and I'm in a laboratory with this show. It's only an evaluation. Why are they not taking an opportunity at nature's course of that river to help their country in India? I well, mean, I'm just, I'm just, ask, I'm just I mean, analyzing. They can't keep cows out of them either because uh, they consider cows sacred. Yeah, uh, because you know, uh, there's so, so cho- the the children that are dying, and I'm after save those 5,000 children all over the world today dying because they don't have free water. Yeah, the water should be free. Uh, um, I'm gonna, you know, what I'm going to do, Art, someday is when I find a moment to get out from behind my desk, I'm going to go out into the world and join the forces and start going into these countries and putting the pipeline from Doug Wells across the top yeah. of the surface and going into these locations to make sure that every child, everybody has free water. If India had water purification plants and faucets and pipes and dams and everything that we have, I, I don't think there would be a water shortage in India. Well, you just said something, that the environmentalists are going to go, oh, my gosh, a dam. Well, my gosh, in heaven, uh, Earth, when it has its nature's course, the water will all flow to the ocean, and it doesn't save anything on the Earth or down in the aquifers. It flows so quickly to the ocean. Dams yeah. help you well, hydra- hydraulic, make it possible, like water storages, water reservoirs, to hang on to some water for filtering the waters below. And then also, in case... Nature doesn't, nature's course doesn't offer enough water. Because if you don't have water on earth, on the surface of the earth, fresh, life would become, uh, there would be no more life. Yeah, well, that's an interesting argument. Uh, um, The Chinese have been proposing for years to build a dam on the Yarloon. Mm -hmm. 
uh, with all that canyon there, you know, uh, with all the, the water that flows through it, uh, this dam would put up more hydroelectric than any dam on Earth. It would be more than the three gorges dam mm-hmm. if built. Mm-hmm. And the Indians keep saying, no, 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 if you build a dam, then all the people in India won't have any water to drink. And the Chinese say, no, if we build a dam, millions of people won't drown when it floods anymore. And then you're protecting the water so that you'll always yeah, yeah. have water. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there, certainly plenty of water. Yeah, and I know there's but, probably... But it, would, you know, it would prevent you know, half a million people from drowning. What happens to us all of it, whether it be our house up the road, houses, city houses, county houses where we're living, our farms, our ranches, or countries. The philosophy is going to have difference of outlook of who needs what. Yeah. But it's time that India started getting serious about water. And, the, um, and then it's time that China started looking at what can we do to filter out those bad waters that we have in China that are so bad that are di- people are dying and go and explore the waters that are healthy waters and make yeah. their country healthy. Because without the water, you do not have a, um, a healthy society. Water is number health. one. You, know, um, you need it for crops. Right. You know, you need it to, to you know, it's just, it's mm-hmm. got to be number one. And then if you heard our guest before, Dr. Dean, we were talking, and many of our guests talk about nutrition today. It's becoming the di- way to fight a disease. And when you're eating healthy and you're eating foods closer to home and fresh, uh, green, and, and thinking about uh, your nutritional needs, you need the water to grow that, and then you need more abundant um, uh, closer to home, not so far away. Um, now, back to the, the, the river where we started out with today that I can never pronounce yeah, um, in China. <laughs> now, have you got any of the latest research of what they're doing there uh, in the, that river about the future of it being a dam, or did they, they close down the whole thing altogether, or it's still in exploration? The dam is still a proposal and has been proposed since the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like they're not moving it. Because there's a whole lot of politics going on in Tibet. Uh, if they build this huge hydro plant in Tibet, and lots of Chinese are going to want to move to Tibet, and the Tibetans who want to be independent aren't going to like millions of Chinese moving there. Yeah, so and they're, the so, they're kind of, so convic- their convictions to their beliefs yeah, are the nature kind of, back of and forth. where they're at. develop their economy, but it'll also uh, give the Chinese a, a firmer grasp on the, on, the, on Tibet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, we only have one minute left. How would you like to close with what you're thinking about today with those the, the two countries? What is your thinking? What is your what is your? Uh, actually, I like to. There's a a movie on the internet. Uh, it's called Into the Tsangpo Gorge, and it's a movie of a bunch of American kayakers, and uh, they they kayak through the upper gorge, and they were the first people ever to do it and not get killed. Mm-hmm. And it's a forty-minute movie. And I, it's just—it's not even the deepest part. 
Okay, we're out of time. So yeah. l- uh, listeners, remember, and we'll put that on the web for you because, Art, I think yeah. that's an, uh, a nice feature for our website to get into the, the map of the water of in the Himalayan mountains and uh, Mount Everest uh, for education and coming into India, and then also the kayakers. That's a very exciting finish today. I want to thank you for joining us. As usual, I enjoy You're it welcome. very, very much. Okay. You're full of information. I thank you. Sure. Thank you. Bye. Well, we're back to why I love this show. I love this show and the people that come in at our, our Hall of Fame. And what we've been learning, and go into our uh, com and look up all of our shows. There are so many different types of shows to listen to. You couldn't listen to them uh, at all. There are so many. We're going to be on four years as of March, and we've had about 350 guests. Wow. I want to thank you for listening today, and, and go to my .com and learn more, and my Twitter at Sharon Kleiner Hour, my Facebook, Sharon Kleiner, K-L-E-Y-N-E. Earth does have a secret. Embrace you, your life, and reach out to others. But Earth whispers. If you don't say goodbye, you'll, you'll be immortal and leave something for all of us to learn and make this a better place. Thank you for listening. Be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.